Hello, 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 everyone. Hello, who is this? What are we doing? Where are we? This is Mortimer Main. We're in the Treehouse Lounge. Good day to you. We are back with another show, going through the records, still listening to the tunes, talking about music, and talking about life. Before we get into the music and life part, I want to mention the movie that we watched earlier today while we were setting up the lounge for the party that ensues every day. It was called City Hall from 1996, starring Al Pacino and John Cusack. A political thriller about the machinations of people at the highest level of politics in New York City, the mayor, the mob, the sweetheart deals, the favors, the money changing hands, the the power brokers who are the ones that we entrust to get things done in the city and all the corruption that lies underneath the surface that maybe John Q. Public, Jane Q. Public is not really aware of. Pretty good movie, um, kind of kind of drawn out in some of the dialogue at some points, but you know what? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not going to give it a recommend. You don't have to see this movie. It's, uh, it's, it's whatever. It's good, but it's whatever. It's not a recommend. Okay, moving on from that. Today, we are talking about the Beatles again. Yay, the Beatles. Legendary band. A lot of people would say one of the best bands of all time, greatest bands of all time. Tons of fans, tons of success. We already talked about a little bit. Today, I pulled out Abbey Road, which is for sure one of their most famous and second last studio albums, which came out in 1969, same year that uh, Woodstock was happening, 1969, pretty important year. Um, What we're going to do today, though, is because I'm going to play one track off Abbey Road, as part of a sample of their later work, but I'm gonna play an earlier hit from 1964 called Eight Days a Week. Now, what I want you to listen for is just all the differences, all the differences between the two songs because they came out only five years apart from each other, okay? So Eight Days a Week, pretty raw, super poppy, super formulaic, you know, it's a love song, it's a song about a girl, and really short. And then so compare that to the song that's going to follow it, which I'll talk a little bit about more after we listen. But I guess what I want to say about eight days a week is that, once again, I remember being a really little kid and hearing it in my mom's car on the radio. And I listened to the lyrics because they're very easy to make out. And I knew that song was about a girl, and I knew it was a love song, and I knew that a week had seven days in it, so my brain could not compute what eight days a week meant. So of course I asked my mom, who was driving the car, eight days a week, I love you, what does that mean? And she says, well, there are seven days in a week, but the people who wrote this song don't think that that's enough time to express how much they love their girlfriend here. And I said, but that that's all the time. You know, that is all the time. And then my mom said, yeah, that's the point. All the time in the world is not enough time. And I really, it kind of blew my mind because I was like, wow, what is love? What is life? What is this way of expressing emotions and feelings in kind of a nonsensical manner? Because I I knew that there was no such thing as an eight-day week, but I guess I learned a little something about poetry that day. Okay, quickly before we get to the song, I just want to (laughs) share something else that 
I think it's pretty funny and probably probably pretty important. While researching these episodes, I, I come across a lot of reviews from music critics who were, you know, actually giving reviews at the song level. Uh, they'll come out with a review on an album, but actually go through each song. And it's so funny to me because these influential journalists are, are making comments and a lot of times deriding uh, cla- later to be classic songs as they come out with stuff like, oh, this band isn't mature enough or, you know, like this is just uh, mass produced and it's not considered like all these tiny little criticisms. I just find completely ridiculous uh, to be leveled at a single song, right? Here's my opinion on it. Movie critics are useful because a movie is about, you know, two hours long. It's a time commitment. So maybe you'd like someone who uh, knows a little bit about what they're talking about giving advice on what to see. You don't want to waste your time, uh, two hours and your money on a movie that sucks. So maybe you'll ask somebody or, or get their opinion on that. But when it comes to a song, what use is, you know, some person's opinion completely subjective opinion on a song when you can just go take you know three minutes of your life and listen to that song and make the judgment for yourself so it's pretty crazy but i mean again like this was these reviews were coming out back in the 60s where a song basically was a commodity in itself you know uh, not necessarily representative of the album uh, as a whole anyways music critics man don't trust them okay what's the point just listen to yourself and uh probably everyone's saying like morty aren't you a music critic (laughs) and i'm gonna say no because uh, the stuff that i play on my show i'm not criticizing because i love it i think it's some of the best music ever recorded okay (laughs) so with that big mouthful uh let's just jump right into the beatles here we go eight days a week Thank you. 
for both songs and yeah that last one was called she's so heavy john lennon wrote that song about yoko ono he cut that track off right at the end that abrupt stop which i think is pretty cool because it signals the end of side one of abbey road uh, a great great album so did you hear the differences there, eh? I guess we don't really have to talk about it too much. But what I wanted to say is you cannot listen to She's So Heavy from 1969 and tell me that that didn't influence, you know, these later to be termed heavy metal acts. I'm pretty sure, you know, Black Sabbath heard that and they were like, whoa, did you hear how evil sounding that actually sounded, you know, with these, you know, maybe not so optimistic lyrics. So yeah, yeah, that's in my opinion, that's uh, the Beatles maybe kicking off heavy metal um, back in 1969. I don't know, maybe I'm crazy. Well, I'm certainly crazy, but uh, maybe I'm right this time. Well, that would be nice. (laughs) All right, kids, that's going to be it for me. I hope you had fun today. I certainly had fun. I'm going to have a lot more fun coming up because that's what we do here at the lounge. We chill. We have fun. We relax. We collaborate. We don't clash. We groove. All right. So keep doing what you're doing and take care of each other. Each one, teach one, baby. I will be back tomorrow with no bullshit. So come and see us again. All right. See you tomorrow, boys and girls and all everybody in between. Peace.